Hello and welcome to John's Author Diary for the week ending October 29th, 2017. I feel like I say this every time I do this diary, but I've had a really busy week. I brought forward the launch of my third book in my Wasteland series, which is King of the Wasteland. And so I actually released that yesterday and I've been really pleased with how that's gone. I've also been continuing to work on the collaborative post-apocalyptic series. We've got the working title Black Death. And I think what we're going to do is have something like Black Death, Apocalypse or different subtitles for each book. We've got three books planned. And so I've written 17 out of my 20 chapters for the first book. So I've been really pleased with how that has been going. And I think now we've got a clearer vision of where the third book is going to go. And that's really exciting because I'll be honest, it sounds pretty cool. I've been carrying on with my research into the Black Death and saw the other day that there was a city in China that had been closed, that had been quarantined because of an outbreak of the bubonic plague. So it's kind of scary that we write in this speculative fiction where you have the perfect storm of a post-antibiotic world and the spread of the plague and then realise that it's not actually quite as speculative as you think. I was intrigued by a lot of the theories about why the initial plague started to spread. And one of them, which I've never heard before, is about gerbils. Now I've always seen gerbils, you know, little cute pets with uh, fluffy tails and just little domesticated things. But apparently unseasonal breeding saw these rodents spreading the fleas that spread the plague. So that was quite interesting. That was a revelation. And then there's other theories, which is things like the bubonic plague actually being from outer space, that it comes to Earth on asteroids, meteorites kind of crashing onto Earth and spreading, which apparently explains why there's such a gap between outbreaks. Through this as well, I've also found out about the existence of plague doctors, which were quacks in the 13th century who would dress in these really outlandish outfits and they'd make these quite horrific-looking masks that did actually protect the doctors, but the masks were used to kind of store nice-smelling things because it was believed that it was the smell that spread the disease. So I'm really liking the idea of including some kind of plague doctor-type character in this new series. In other news... I've been on a couple of podcasts that came out this week. I guested on the Story Studio podcast to talk about stories and writing and my experience as a journalist and how that's inspired my work. And also an interview that I did a few weeks ago with the Fantasy Fiends podcast, which is mainly focused on my short story collection, Her Name Was Red, was released to the podcast world on Saturday, so yesterday. So if you can't get enough of me on this show, then go check those out. Had a lot of fun doing them and they were very different conversations. Had the bittersweet feeling this week of coming to the end of a good trilogy. So I finished Brian McClellan's Powder Mage novels. I thought it was a great series. Highly recommended. I've also realised that I tend to have a couple of go-to authors when I've read something really good and I'm not sure what to read next. I can usually rely on people like Kurt Vonnegut and Haruki Murakami or Ian Banks. So I'm currently reading A Wild Sheep Chase by Haruki Murakami. And a few people have said in the past that my style resembles his, which I find to be a great compliment because I love his writing. So next week I'm gearing up to start doing NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. This is essentially where you write a 50,000 word novel in one month. Now last year I wrote Wizard of the Wasteland. That was my first novel in my Wasteland series. I wrote the first draft of that during NaNoWriMo. And it's a really great way to just get words on a page. You don't look back, you just get to the end and then you can clean up what you've done. My intention isn't to write a novel this time, it's to write my contribution to the next two books in the the Black Death series, because I think my contribution to both those books will be in the region of 25,000 words per book. So I want to try and get the next three scenes for the first book done over the next few days, 
and then start outlining book two. I've got vague ideas for book two. I've got some scenes that I definitely want to include and I know where they are at the start and I know where they need to be at the end. But it's just that middle bit, the ups and downs of the story and the development of the characters that I need to have a think about over the next few days so that when it comes to Wednesday, I can hit the ground running. Finally, I've had some more questions this week. Alison Ingleby asked where I get my stories from for the Ray Bradbury Challenge. Now, I've mentioned in the past that I read a short story, a poem and an essay every single day. Now, this is part of the Ray Bradbury Challenge, which is where you do this non-stop for a thousand days. So I report everything that I do on my website, and I believe I'm on day 429 of a thousand. Because I'm visually impaired, I do most of my reading through audio, and I've found that there's so many short story podcasts out there and anthologies on Audible and things like LibriVox, which is the place where you can get public domain stories that you never run out of stuff. I like podcasts like 600 Second Saga, which is a flash fiction podcast. So very short stories, under 10 minutes long, and they do science fiction and fantasy. I know that my story Basilisk on a Yellow Field was on there, and I believe I've got another one coming at the end of November called To Grip the Bright White Chains, which is a post-apocalyptic one. If you like things like crime fiction, there's the Alfred Hitchcock Mystery Magazine podcast. Now, they don't update very often, but there's some really good stories on there. Apex Magazine do a lot of fantasy, science fiction, sometimes creeping into horror and weird fiction. Beneath Ceaseless Skies do adventure fantasy, and some of the stories on there are fantastic. Cast of Wonders is a fantasy podcast that I think is mainly young adults. I think it's a younger audience for that one, but they sometimes have some good stuff. Clark's World magazine is excellent. Fantasy and science fiction again. And he has Kate Baker doing narration, who's got an excellent voice. Escape Pod do a lot of good science fiction stories. And Farfetch Fables have some really good fantasy stories. Glittership does science fiction stories with a LGBTQ slant. There's LeVar Burton Reads, which is basically LeVar Burton picking good short stories and reading them. And that's in lots of different genres. There's Lightspeed Magazine, which is fantasy and science fiction. I'm a big fan of this podcast. I think they do a lot of really good stories, really high-quality writing. Morning Short is a pretty decent podcast that they haven't updated for a long time now. A lot of their stories are, I think they're public domain ones, kind of early 20th century, late 19th century. A lot of people like Mark Twain and O. Henry. I think there was an F. Scott Fitzgerald one in there. Leo Tolstoy, that kind of thing. Nature Magazine do a short science fiction story every month. There's Nightmare Magazine if you like horror and dark fantasy. Podcastle is another good fantasy one. And the same people do Pseudopod, which is more horror. The Selected Shorts podcast is excellent. Have a real mix of stuff on there. Sometimes they have themed episodes, like they've had one recently with Neil Gaiman, which is about funny, scary stories. They get stories by people like Stephen King and Chuck Palahniuk, and, and they're too hot for radio. Stories can be very violent and sometimes erotic. and So there's a, a real mix there. Starship Sofa does a lot of good science fiction. Strange Horizons is a really interesting one. They do a lot of weird science fiction, fantasy kind of bordering on horror stories. I really like their stuff, actually. And they do a monthly poetry thing as well, which is really cool. Tales to Terrify, which is another horror podcast. And then there's things like Centropic Oracle, which is science fiction, and the other stories, which do a range of speculative genres. The New Yorker also do a couple of fiction podcasts. Now, I really recommend these, especially to writers, because there's some excellent stories on there, really high-quality writing, there's a podcast called The Voice Before the Void, which deals with a lot of gothic stories. So a lot of people like Poe and H.P. Lovecraft will appear on that one. And then you've got Uncanny Magazine, which is another speculative one. 
So there's lots of places to get stories from. Probably too many to listen to in a lifetime, but that's what's so great. So go check them out, go listen. I think I'm going to leave it there in terms of questions because I think I went on a bit with that one, but I'll answer more next week. Obviously, you can email me at john at johncronshaw.com and as ever, I'll put the spellings and things in the show notes. If you haven't checked out any of my books yet, you can get Addict of the Wasteland for free on my website. Just go to johncronshaw.com and that's the first prequel book in my Wasteland series. Or if you just want to get your teeth into the novels, then go to tinyurl.com slash wizardofthewasteland. You can find me on Facebook, it's John Cronshaw Author, and I'm on Twitter at JL Cronshaw. So keep your questions coming in, and I'll speak to you next week. So until next time, cheerio. Mm-hmm.